What's going on, y'all? It's Jade from GBD Basketball Training. So we're going to be hosting one month of ball handling starting April 20th, and it's going to be on the page at homehandles underscore GBD. On that page, you'll find daily ball handling drills that are progressive, as well as live sessions with me working on your ball control, working on different types of footwork, different moves, different change of pace moves, as well as a body weight workout to go along with it. And so that'll start every night, 7 p.m. Okay, it'll be about 30 to 45 minutes. And so again, go ahead and follow at home handles underscore GBD. Let's get these handles right. Let's get these handles tight. Let's get it, GBD. Stacks hit us at the mattress. Rex hit us at the mattress. Pex hit us at the mattress. Gangs hit us at the mattress. Vert dipping through traffic. I'm getting better, I'm at practice. I'm working every day crafting. I'm cool on her, I done had her. Bounce back with a million. Hit her out like Gilligan. Not just a regular civilian. I rap for the squad, I'm a champion. What is going on? Now you can It's that joke. Hey. It's that. It's that. It's that Zoom lag. It's that Zoom call lag. Quarantine vibes. Quarantine problems. What's good with it, though, bro? Not much, man. Just chilling, bro. Everything good with you? Everything good with me, man. You know, this quarantine life. Got us stuck at the house. But, you know, we make do what we got. Chilling at the crib. Uh, you know, just living life, man. For real. Like, what about you? Yeah, bro. Same. I mean, shoot, bro. We, we know. We talk on the daily, bro. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, man, we just, just making do what we got, bruh. Making the most out of it. See you with the new hairdo, the twisties, let them know. Yeah, something different, man, something different. Yeah. Gotta, gotta let it grow a little longer, but it's getting there, it's getting there. For real. Anyways, man, I'm super excited for this episode today. We got a very special guest. His name is Pindo Drama, you know, state championship or state champion 2014. He was first team All-State in 2015 and went to Sierra Community College after his senior year. And then Clark University and as well as William Jessup right now, which is where he's currently at. And so with that being said, you know, I'm super excited to dive into this episode, you know, pick his brain a little bit as well as, you know, just chop it up with the all homie. You know, it's, it's been a minute. For real, it has, man, it has. It's cool to see everybody on their own journeys and him like succeeding and stuff, you know, it's pretty dope, bro. To say we all like play basketball together at one time. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Like it's mm-hmm. it's dope to see the growth. It's dope to see like uh, where basketball has taken each and every one of us, you know, because that's one thing that had uh, brought us together. And so, without further ado. Let's get into the episode, y'all. I'm getting better, I'm at practice. I'm working every day crafting. I'm cool on her, I done had her. Bounce back with a million. Hit her out like Gilligan. That man, Pendle. Yo, yo. What's good, Pendle? You know, he's just chilling. Just got done doing a little workout. Oh, you just got done. That's nice. That's nice. What you be doing to stay in shape? Um, I'll be doing, I'll be doing planks. I do planks for three minutes. Um, I'll do like 90 push-ups. Um, I'll do bicycles. Um, my trainer gave me her bands and I've been like doing that band workout. Oh, bro, the, the band workout that you showed me at the gym that one day? Yeah. Yo, that's crucial. 
It was tough. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice, man. That's nice. But yeah, man, like, how's this quarantine life been like training you, bro? Like, what you been up to? How you been keeping yourself busy? I mean, still got school going on, so just studying. Um, just being home is really distracting. Just having my TV around me, like my PS4, like all that. Um, but just just looking for ways to like improve myself as a person, like whether it's reading a book or just hanging out with my mother or just studying, just always looking to improve. It's like family time is like crucial, you know, as far as like spending time with the family. Now we got we got way, way more time than we like had like expected, you know what I'm saying? So it's like always to keep the family close. I got the water jug, I got you. Hey, water gang. Gotta stay hydrated. <laughs> water break. What drew you to basketball? Like what made you love the game? Um so when I was younger, I just seen my dad watch it every day. Um, neither of my parents really, like, got into athletics, like, as a child. But, like, my dad just watched it all the time. And I thought that would be a cool way to hang out with him. And then another thing was when I was younger, like, I had, like, poor interact social interaction skills. So, like, my parents, like, put me in the basketball to, to interact with, like, other children and just to, like get outside my comfort zone. And as far as, as far as just falling in love with the game, um, I think that just came over time with just, just, just constant work and repetition. Obviously, like I use that, I, I've always used that hook shot a lot. So I've watched like a lot of Korean videos. Like <laughs> that, that, that's Showtime show, 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 show Lakers. <laughs> like, so. <laughs> yeah. Is that, so, would you say that's your go-to move? Would you say that's your go-to move? I mean, I, f- I feel like that is, but since then, like, I've added a lot of stuff to, like, be more of a threat, you know? I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Like, what are, what are like, some things that you added to your game as far as from, you know, going from high school to college? Like, what are the, what are, what are the things that you added to your bag? I remember when I first got to service, I couldn't. I couldn't shoot outside of the paint. Like, I literally couldn't. It was bad. Like, I was bad at free throws. I was like, anything outside of the paint, like, I was bad at. Um, So, like, I I was at the Y. Actually, one day I was at the YMCA, and my dad was picking me up, and and Muff was there, and Muff was just walking, because he knew that was my dad. He's like, man, your son is lazy, blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> like. Like if you have him work out with me, like I'll get I'll get him right. Blah blah blah. blah. So like, I, like, I've been working out. I work. I've been working out with him since I was like, I want to say fourteen or fifteen. So like, actually almost a decade now. So like he like he helps me like, like develop a, at least a mid range jump shot. Um, never let the mid range die. You know. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. MJ man. Scoring sixty plus with them with the middies. You just need to put it in the bucket. Yeah, big shout out to Muff man, Muff Butler man, one of the the best like basketball players to ever come out of the state of Alaska man. You know, shout out to Muff for those who don't know, man, he's a skills trainer out here too. 
And he's like a legend in the game. He's an OG legend. So big ups to him. He's He has a lot of knowledge about the game, man. Shout out to him for always willing to share it and give back, man. That's a big one, too. Yeah, because I just remember, like, every time I would see him at the gym, whether it's O'Malley, whether it's Alaska Club South, he'll want to, like, share the game with you, you know, without with without us even asking, you know. Like, we would ask him questions. He would he would spit game just about, like, how to shoot or, like, what to see on the floor and things of that nature. And so it's, like, big shout-outs to him, man. Like, he's he's really one of the uh, the OGs in the game, man. Because one thing I do remember – that like when I when I first met him, like as a basketball player, like one thing you shouldn't be is timid. Like you should just always be in attack mode, aggressive, just looking to score or do whatever you need to do. But at that time I was really timid. I would just like let my teammates just take care of like scoring and I would just like rebound and like like block shots or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like I had a lot of talks with him and like he told me the importance of just being aggressive and whatnot. And I genuinely believe like that's, that's helped me like excel to like where I am today. Like what, uh, was there like a pivotal moment or like a a game that you were like, it just clicked. You were like, yup, I'm not timid no more. I'm, I'm, I'm the new Pindo or, uh, Probably um, after after junior year, Reese left. I were like your class. Like after after that year, um, like I had nobody to like really like lean on. Like, all right, they're gonna get the book that I don't have to worry about it. You know, like I could just handle whatever I'm doing. So it just came to the point where like I had to do like meditation. I had to talk to a bunch of people about it, reading like books. You meditate. Yeah. yeah, sorry to cut you off because like I meditate too, and like every morning, just like at least for ten minutes in the morning, just help keep my my mind at peace. Like that's one big thing that you know I like to do as far as like just keeping my mind even keeled. And so it's cool. It's cool that like just to hear you say that you meditate, man. I didn't not even know that about you. No, um, my dad, when I was younger, he would always tell me the importance of just, like, keeping your mental stabilized. And, like, he told me that every day and every night until I got older where I finally understood what that meant. So, Hey, let the viewers know, like, how meditation has kind of helped you and, like, the benefits of it for you. For me, it just made me calm Um, because I would always – I don't know how to explain this. Like in high pressure moments, I would tend to like do something that was out of my nature. But with that, that's just helped me think the game or just think anything I'm doing like in my life. Just just more even keeled. Yeah, more like more even keeled, more mindful about what you're doing on the court or just whatever you're doing in life. Right. yeah. Yeah. I mean, the best have done it in the game. Like Kobe, Jordan, like, I remember reading this book. Uh, it was called The Mindful Athlete, and it was by George Mumford, and he's their mental coach. Like, and he does sports psychology, things of that nature. If you guys haven't read that book, The Mindful Athlete, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good book. You should also go read it. But he just talks about the importance of meditation. You know, Phil Jackson too. They would have Phil Jackson would have his whole team just 
sit in, a, in the room, in, in the locker room, lights shut off, and they would meditate before the games. And like at first, everybody was kind of like joking around with it. But as they got serious, like they became one. They became one team. And like, <laughs> come on, man. You seen that, the documentary? Man, that GM pissed me off, man. That's a clown, bro. Like, why would you? Like, I know they were at, like, they were on the decline. But even at that point, I felt like they had one more ring in them, at least. And for him to, like, just be like, all right, whether you win, whether you win the championship or if you get knocked out in the first round, this is your last year. Like, like, what type of person is that? That's tough, you know? Like, that was, like, back in the days when management really had control, you know, and players didn't really have a say. This is way different than right now, but still, like, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, I know your perspective from that thing. Like, that would, that would be tough. As a player? Like, bro, they had two top five players in the league on the same team, and they broke that up. Like, bro, it was crazy. It, made, and, it literally made no sense to me. Yeah. I can't wait for the, all the other episodes to drop, man. Like, it's going to be nice. I can't nice. wait for the Rodman episodes. I want to hear what he got to say. Oh, the Dennis Rodman episodes? Yeah. That man's a character. <laughs> He's something different. <laughs> yeah. Only one of him. So, like, uh, on this show, we like to do this thing called Speed Round. So, Don and I, we're going to ask you questions, and you got to just say the first thing that comes into your head. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Uh, what's your favorite color? Blue. Uh, best hoop kicks to play in? Uh, I'll probably say KD's. Okay. Uh, favorite animal? Uh, lion. Best hoop movie of all time? Uh, either He Got Game or Love and Basketball. Okay, okay. Uh, one pregame song? Dreams and Nightmares by me. Hey, that go hard. <laughs> Favorite quarantine snack? Um, goldfish. The with the colored goldfish. Mm-hmm. Not flavor uh, blasted. Nah, I have to keep it OG. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doritos or Cheetos? Uh, Doritos. Favorite jersey number? Thirteen. We got four seconds. Uh, summer or winter? Summer. And time. Hey, time. That was cool. That was cool. No flavor blasted, though? Those are the best ones. <laughs> I mean, I like them, but I need to stick to my roots. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. So, like, you, just you like... still my favorite movie, Jay. Which one? Nah, like, <laughs> the question I was about to be like, oh, favorite movie. And then who movie? And then Jay was like, favorite who movie? I was like... Oh, beat you to <laughs> it. Quick with it. <laughs> That was a tough question. That was stuck. There's just so many great Who movies in my mind. Yeah, for real. You kind of touched on that a little bit earlier. What does what does service high mean to you? It kind of explain to people like your time at service and just what it means to you. Um, I mean, as you know, like my my cousin went there, uh, Fairman, um, and my younger cousin actually goes there right now. So I think I think it's just like everybody. I just wanted to follow in his footsteps, so I think it was just like a family thing. Um, the other the other day before, like they canceled their schools, like I went in, and then there was this. I know this is a sensitive topic for y'all, but like 
everywhere they just have like pictures of us just like celebrating like the win and everything. Oh, it's up. That hurts, man. I'm Yeah, we you good, bro. No, but like they just had pictures of um like myself and my teammates. Um and like they they keep it somewhere they keep it in a display case for like all the kids to see and whatnot. And mm-hmm. for me to see that like just barely out of high school, that's crazy. That must have been dope, man, you know, because, like, you're a big inspiration to, like, young kids, young hoopers still coming up in the game, you know? Like, they they know service as, like, Pendo, you know, the tall six seven, six, seven, five, four with the sky, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. with that being said, just, like, leaving your legacy there at service with the team that you had, it was you, um, you know, Iroh, well, before that, like you, Iro, you know, even before that, Adam, you know, Marquise, every like Amu, you know, Kylil. Um, there was no way I was making that varsity team. Mm. I was out that year. I was cool with being on JV. There was no way <laughs> that team was stacked. Oh yeah, they were stacked. They were stacked. And they yeah. were like, ranked in the nation, right? Yeah. Like at one point of the season, they had me swinging, but there was no point. Cause I was just, I was playing all my minutes on JV, and I would sit on the bench on varsity. <laughs> Wait, uh, JV year? That was your sophomore year. Yeah, I was on. So fun fact: my C team year, we went we went undefeated, and we beat one JV team. And we beat Lathrop JV. Um, and we were playing in the West C team tournament against Two Year, and. The only points that they had were at the free throw line. Yo, yo, I was locking up. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Dang. Clams. You know, probably had like 30 blocks. No, that diamond game. That diamond game was crazy. I had like, I had like 11 or 12 blocks. And people were like defensive player of the year, blah, 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 blah. But it was funny because I only had like six points. <laughs> 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 hey man, impact the game, bro. Facts, facts. So, like, just touching on like uh, high school, you know, after your senior year, right? Like, you've gotten these accolades, you've you've won a ring, you've gotten first team, all state in four A, and so just take us through the transition from high school to college. I mean, as you know, there's not a shot clock here, so the, I mean, in our time, we pushed the pace, but. Ever since I've left the college, it's, like, slowed down, like, dramatically. Like, I don't know, like, because when I got to college, when we had a shot clock, I'm like, damn, like, this is fast. Like, I got to get used to this. So, because when I got to college, I was 17. Like, I was having my coaches, like, sign all my papers and stuff. So, like, it was just way too fast for me. Like, the physicality was different. Um, I think... That that moment, my first practice, I knew I had to redshirt that year because I physically just wasn't ready for the speed of the game. But that was okay because I know what I needed to to develop myself. Mm-hmm. Like, just for all those young hoopers that are listening right now, there's a shot clock in college, right? And there's they're bigger, faster, stronger. So be ready for that. It's different out there. It's really different out there, right? Because everybody's gunning for that top spot and things like that. 
And so with that being said, like how were practices like? Like what take us through like a not a normal practice, but take us through what, what your practices were like, just reflecting on your college career. There's one practice that I remember vividly. So there was one game we got out rebounded so bad. So we came into practice, we did our normal stretching, like all of that. And then our, our coach's office is like next to the gym. So I see him coming in with a with something. I'm like, what is that? It's a lid. Like he put a lid like on the basket and we just did like rebounding drills like the whole practice. And like if you got out rebound, it was like a competition. Like if you got rebound out rebounded, like you would have to run like 17, like suicides, like down and backs, 22s. Like that was, oh my God, that was the longest practice of my life. But that must have been crazy. Like that's how they pay the bills. That's how they pay the bills. Like that, that reminds me of like one story that I had like in, in college basketball when I was at Edmonds Community College. It was my, it was my first year, like my freshman year. And we had no, when we were playing defense that game, like we lost, but we didn't do our assignments. Like we weren't sticking to the defensive game plan. And so basically we had a practice the day of the game. We had our game, which was like at seven. And then 30 minutes after, like we were in the locker room. Well, we didn't even have a locker room. We were, our locker room was um, just a room, like a classroom. You know, and we would have the tables. We would have <laughs> yeah, I know. Spread out, right? The, with the projector up there, just to watch film, and the chairs up. And he said, "Get your practice gear. We're about to practice." And everybody's just like ready to go, like go back to the apartment, ready to go sleep, do homework, whatever. Boom, boom, boom. And he said, "Get your practice gear." I'm like, "Oh crap!" And so we go into practice. It's about so the game's over. It's like nine thirty. Everybody left the gym. All the fans left the gym. It's 9.30. And we do this drill called four stops. And we do that for two hours. So like, y'all got out of there around like midnight? Yes. <laughs> and and we, we, had to, we had to, one team had to get four stops in a row. You had to get four stops in a row to like get a break. And uh, break. Oh, okay. Okay. I see. But then after that, it was 12.30. Practice was done. And then we had a 5 a.m. practice the next day. You had wait, huh? No, on the court. Again, we're doing four stops in a row. Again. That's the thing, bro. Like, coaches, they 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 gonna push you guys. Like, they're gonna push you because they want the best out of you, right? And it's tough to lose. It's tough to lose. Like my hey, so, so with that being oh, bro. my strength and conditioning coach, like used to be in the military. So, like, for our preseason conditioning, like, we call our boss lady. This this woman would have us get up at, like, 4.30 in the morning and do – so we would run around, like, our – so we have our gym, like, where we just do our basketball stuff. We have our weight room, and there's, like, an extra basketball – it's like an activity center. So we would go in there – and like we would run around the whole activity center. That place is huge. Like I'm, t- and then like and then we would we would go on the sidelines to get like resistance bands and like we just try to run as fast as we can with that. 
and like we would do like defensive slides like with medicine balls medicine balls and the resistance bands that's no joke yeah this boss lady didn't play bro she's crazy hey so pindo like you saying that it was kind of like a tough transition from like you know uh high school to college and you kind of weren't ready and all that so like what kind of advice would you give to like the younger people to help them prepare as much as you can? Like, or like just things so they could be like aware of or kind of, I know every situation is different. We know every coach and all that, but what is some advice you would give to them? I think, I think one thing like kids uh, are caught up in like right now is like just being effective here. Like, and not realizing that being effective here is a lot different than being effective elsewhere. I was I was caught up in that. So can like, you kind of elaborate like, on that? So I was I had an impact here. Like I did all these things to help my school win and all that. But I was I was just so stuck on that. Like I felt like I was on a pedestal. Um. So when I got to school, like even before I got to school, when I was like, yeah, like I'm gonna be playing in college, like blah blah blah, like just just bragging about it, kind of. So when I got there, like, it was kind of like a reality check. Like, I'm here, but there's more to that. Like, you got to put in the work. And I wasn't, I was putting in the work, but it wasn't sh- what I should have done, if that makes sense. Okay. And so, like, like what, what? What work? It's my fault. Though. Like, what work do you need? Yeah, um, just more like, I needed to work on my physicality, um, just like work on intangibles, like the physicality and the speed. Like, I mean, at some point, like we all had to work on our game to get where we are uh, today. But at that moment in time, that was um, the most important things I needed to excel at to make an impact immediately. Like, unfortunately, I wasn't able to make that immediate impact, but I recognized that as, as quick as possible. And I took advantage of the opportunity of being arrested. What are like some obstacles that you had to face and kind of overcome? Uh, basketball is different. There's struggles, you know, so what are some of those pieces of adversity you over, overcame? Um, so the biggest thing that I had to come, like overcome was the, I have I have a heart issue that I deal with and I had to sit out for a few, few, two years. So like just just trying to keep my head in the right space, knowing that I'll be able to play someday. Um, Also, it was really hard for me to realize that I wasn't ready, like fresh out of high school, that I needed to take that year off and I needed to develop myself. And a lot of people, I remember when I was being here, like I would hear everybody say like, you're only good because you're high. Like, if it wasn't for your height, like, you wouldn't be doing, like, any of this. And I'm hearing this from, like, like grown people. Like, I'm hearing this from, like, parents and, like, adults. Like, what are you doing? Just <laughs> be, like, uplifting me, man. But you're always going to have you're always gonna have people that are going to talk down on you or just tell you you're not, like, good enough, right? And so I guess that's one motivating factor that you had in the back of your head, you know, as far as, like, you trying to make it and make it to college basketball and thrive? Like, what what other motivating factors, like, did you have? There's got to be some motivation there that helped push you every single day. So one thing for me was, like, 
Um, so like at the time there wasn't really many people above like, like six, five or six, six here. So like when, shout out Brandon, when Brandon came in the picture, like everybody like at my school and on social media, like would always compare like, who you going to take P or Brandon, like blah, 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 blah. So like that, that gave me the extra motivation playing away games just like just like shutting the crowd up just oh my gosh that was a big motivating thing for me y'all was like the tallest kids to like play like at that time you know like alaska's alaska basketball is like super undersized man and so it was just exciting to see y'all it's talk- it's guard state for sure guard state for sure yeah <laughs> we all guards now baby <laughs> So much basketball. <laughs> yeah, when we get back in the lab, we're gonna keep working on the, those handles, bro. Oh yeah, gotta get right. Gotta get right for the next step. I gotta tell y'all about that. All right, so there's like there's another uh well, so we got about ten minutes on the zoom call. So we got okay. Ja, Shy, and Donovan. Start bench cut. I don't know. I, I'm a big fan of uh, SGA game. He just plays so smooth. Like, like his pace is just crazy. His footwork is really good. Like, he gets to his spot, and he's not too athletic, you know. So I think that's dope. So I'd probably, I'd probably start him. Um, I would, I would probably have, I probably have Jaw come off the bench, um, because I feel like he's more impactful uh, defensively. And he's more of a leader to his team. Like, it's his rookie season. And, like, he was on his way to lead his team to the playoffs. Like, that says a lot. Um, and it, it was really tough for me to cut down, bro. This, that, that, that was really hard. That was really hard. <laughs> okay, okay. We had to try to make it tough for you, bro. It's, it was tough because those are all dogs. They're all dogs, bro. Like, explosive. Like, can get put the ball on the hoop. Like, all of that. So do you got one? Yes. Uh I'll probably say um I'll probably say Tim Duncan, Dirk, and uh Kevin Garnett. <laughs> oh okay. Um I'm gonna go I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and start my guy Timmy. I'm gonna go ahead and start my guy Timmy, one of the the best power forwards in the game, right? Um, can't stop that backboard jumper off the glass, you know what I'm saying? Glass cleaner. Um, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to bench Dirk. Instant bucket can can stretch the floor, you know, can score from anywhere. Um, and then I'm gonna have to cut KG. I mean. The game now, it's better offense or more defense. I'll go with better offense, you feel me? So. I mean, but Dirk don't even play defense. They be hot in him. So. <laughs> hey, but he a bucket, though. Yeah, facts, <laughs> facts. <laughs> Let's see. That's tough. That's tough. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to go start Dirk. Then I'm going to go bench Tim. 
And then I got to cut KG. That's probably going to be mine. Yeah. Shout out to KG, though. All yeah, is all yeah. love. This was tough. <laughs> I, I got another one. I got another one. Okay. I got Steph, Kyrie, and Dame. Okay, for sure, I'm starting Dame. Dame is probably the most versatile out of all of them. You know, he got flow game. He got range. He knows how to run the team. Um, he could play off the ball as well. And just like he's he's a dog. I mean, all of them are dogs. But I'll go with Dame for start. I got Bench Steph. You know, give us the extra fuel that we need after Dame gets tired. Um, and then I'm going to have to cut Kyrie. Like, that's tough. Kyrie's tough. Tyrie's, Kyrie's just like one of the best ball handlers in the world. But um, I don't want the ball to stick. Like when I'm playing, like if he's on my team, I don't want the ball to stick. That's me. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. I'm going to go. Me, I'm going to go start Curry. Just because, bro, he changed the game, bro. Like he really changed like the basketball game. So I got to, one of the great shoes of all time, start him. Then I'm going to go bench Dame because, like Jay said, Dame just that dude, bro. Like, whatever you need done, he's a dog. He'll pull up from half court. He'll do whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to go, yeah, sorry. got to get rid of uh, Kyrie. That's my dude, though. That's still my dude. What about you, Pindo? Who you got for that one? You made it up. Okay, Dame is one of my favorite players in the league. So I got to start him. Um and then Steph's passing ability is so undervalued, I feel like. So I'm going to need that to get the second unit involved and all of that. And then I would bench Kyrie because, like, I feel like he he's not a good leader, but he could improve on that. Like, because you hear it from Boston to, like, Brooklyn, like, all of that. So, mm-hmm. Cool. See you, Kyrie. Deuces. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> but a handle on the string, though. Uh, Pindle, describe yourself as like a basketball player. Like, if people didn't know you as like a hooper, what what would what kind of hooper would you be? Like, you got three words to describe yourself as a hooper. There you go. You got three words to describe yourself as a hooper. So let the people know what kind of hooper you are. Oh, uh, I mean, it's not going to be three words. Okay, but- that's cool. But, like, if I were to give myself a comparison to somebody who plays today, I would probably say somebody like a Siakam because um, he's he's really versatile, plays defense, switches, all of that, can shoot with range, can push it. Like, I mean, he can work on his playmaking, but, like, he's really versatile. So I would probably say something like that. But if you ask me this, like, in high school, I probably said a post player. <laughs> And then one last thing, just like a fun fact you want people to know about you that, you know, a lot of people don't know or. Um, I actually, um, actually spent some time in Africa, like a few years, just living with my grandma. So, yeah. Nice. Visiting the homeland. Yes, sir. One last question. One last question before we, we take off too. Um, so, Knowing what you know now, like you see Pindo in middle school, the young Pindo, right? Trying to chase these hope dreams. Knowing what you know now, what would you tell middle school Pindo if you wanted to make Get it? Get in the weight room. Get in the weight room. 
that was one thing I stayed away from. Like I would, I would always work on my hoop game, but I wouldn't work on like the physicality that came with it. So that was probably just the biggest thing for me. All right. Hey, I know. I know. We said one more question, but this is the last one, bro. bro. <laughs> hey, <you're laughs> time. But, but uh, so like the podcast is for the young generation, like we said. So like, what piece of advice would you give to like the younger people? Like saying everything that, like knowing everything you know now, like what advice would you do to help them get out of Alaska? Like just in general. Although, although the game is played on the court, like you, you got to get your mind right. Cause without that, you, you can't do much. So just getting your mind right will go a long way. Thank you, Pendo Drama. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. Much love. Shout out, shout out Cougar Nation, you know, service. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Well, you, know, you know what's good. You know what's good. What's side over here, dog? <laughs> Appreciate you though, man. We we gonna we gonna tap in with you and we'll get back into life soon, bro. For sure, for sure. Uh, Take care, man. Yeah, say. Well, I wish all your blessings to both of y'all families and just stay safe. Yes, sir, you, you too, man. Much love. Man. Stay blessed. Sure. Much blessed. Stay safe. Much adapts. We out. Hey. <laughs> Mic drop. All right, y'all. Yeah. Gangs inside the mattress. Fur dipping through traffic. I'm getting better. I'm at practice. I'm working every day crafting. I'm cool on the island island. Bounce back with a million. Hit the island like Gilligan. Not just a regular civilian. I rap for the squad. I'm a champion. Remember we hit up the highway. We got us a stash spot. Remember as soon as we touch down, they cash out. I pour up yellow tests, I pour up yellow tests, cause I gotta have it. I pour up yellow tests, I pour up yellow tests, cause I gotta have it.